0: It's August of 1961, and a sweet little seven-year-old Swedish girl named Eja Eklov is staying home from school for the day. She flips on the television and is immediately captivated by what she sees on screen, a massive concrete construction project. A strange feeling overtakes her body. It's a combination of excitement and tension, and yes, I know she's only seven, but there's actually some emotional arousal mixed in here too. It's a brave new world of self-exploration, self-discovery, and possibly a little confusion for this young mind. As Aya Rita watches the TV program, she learns that what's being constructed on screen isn't just new to her, it's new to the entire world too. It's the Berlin Wall, the barrier that will serve as the official boundary between the city's capitalist west and its communist east. She has no idea that one day this nearly 12 foot high and approximately 27 mile long concrete barrier will change her life as well as the lives of millions of Germans for decades to come. It will send young Ea Rita on a stranger than fiction love story which will make her famous the world over while also helping to bring about tolerance and understanding for people just like her. I'm Kevin. I've been happily married and in love with my wife for going on 10 years now. And I love telling real life stories. So I decided to combine these two worlds and create something new that will celebrate love stories like mine. A podcast which highlights what I think are the most moving, most fascinating, and most memorable love stories of all time. Stories that not only teach us about love, but also about ourselves. In today's episode, I'm gonna do my very best to construct a better understanding of one of the more passionate, yet unusual love stories of our time. That of Swedish model maker, Ea Berliner Mauer, and her great love, the Berlin Wall. And remember, if you like this podcast, please give it a five-star review and hit the subscribe button. And don't forget to like us on our world's greatest love stories, Facebook page. It really does help. Today's episode is brought to you by amythedatingcoach.com. That's TheDatingCoach.com. And if you're interested in creating your own great love story, schedule a free relationship readiness review with Amy today. Mention this podcast for special discounts. With that said, sit back, relax, and enjoy the world's greatest real-life love stories. I think before I begin this love story, I should footnote a few things. In the love story you're about to hear, the emotional component of the love is exclusively one-sided. But it doesn't take away from the fact that there was genuine love and affection at its core. And although this story pushes the boundaries for the generally accepted norms of a loving relationship, there's an underlying current of humanity in it that has the ability to teach us all something about the true nature of romantic love. And when it comes to the matters of the heart, rules really don't matter. All right, let's get started. Eja Rita Akloff was born on March 20th, 1954, in the small town of Liden in the northern part of Sweden. She is a model builder and a curator of a museum which she runs out of her family home that showcases models of bridges, fences, walls, train models, and other objects of her passion. But she is most famous in Sweden and around the world as the woman who married the Berlin Wall. For those of you who are too young or just not familiar with the Berlin Wall, it was actually a concrete and barbed wire barrier that separated the cities of East and West Berlin and was built by the communist government of the German Democratic Republic, AKA East Germany. It existed from 1961 to 1989. The official purpose of the wall was to keep Western quote-unquote fascists from entering East Germany and undermining the socialist state, But in reality, it served to halt the mass defections of thousands of oppressed East Berliners that was occurring daily in the 1950s and the early 1960s. Once completed, the wall included a 66-mile concrete section that is almost 12 feet high and has more than 300 manned lookout towers. The nearly 30-mile and 12-foot high wall had one job, separate East and West Berlin. But unlike far too many women out there who date men, Aerita doesn't really care about how tall her man is or what his actual job is. To her, the Berlin Wall is, quote unquote, the sexiest wall that ever existed. It may be odd to some outsiders looking in, but Aerita is very much in love and has been since she was seven years old. Ayurita has a pretty normal childhood, with two loving parents who run a local pharmacy out of the same home she will live in and have her museum as an adult. At first, young Ayurita thinks that all people are like her and fall in love with objects. But as a teenager, she realizes this is just not the case. She is different, and she knows it. Undeterred by societal norms and unwavering in her desire to follow her heart, The young Swedish girl collects photos, makes paintings, and does drawings of her very real but unconventional infatuation. Eventually, in 1977, at the age of 23, she saves up her money to visit Berlin and meet the Wall for the first time. This is how she describes her initial encounter. I always got there at night, I don't remember what we said, but I felt nervous when we met for the first time. Over the next two decades, she will save up enough money to fly off to Germany and visit her love whenever she has the money and the time. Each time she visits, she slowly walks up to him touches him, kisses him, caresses him. Her body tingles at the way the concrete feels when she rubs her hands along his face. To Arita, the Berlin Wall is not just some object. He is the singular object of her affection. She says the wall fulfills her intellectually, spiritually, and emotionally. She even writes poetry to him. This one penned on the 18th of June in 1978, a year before the wedding day. It's titled, Dream About You. You beautiful Berlin Wall. You are so very sexy, my darling. I will always be here for you. My love for you is so strong as the concrete blocks which holds you standing. I often think of the times when you and my loneliness has made me so happy. My kisses will warm you when the night comes my life begins and ends with you. After a long distance courtship that consists of five trips to Germany and occasionally viewing her man through photos and videos, a. Arita decides she's ready to take their relationship to the next level. She sends out wedding invitations to some family and friends and boards a flight to Germany on her way to marry the Berlin Wall. The big day occurs at 3 p.m. on June 17, 1979. There's not much to be found about the actual wedding, but one account I did find said that she hired a local animator to channel the vows on behalf of the wall. Of course, no country in the world recognizes human to object marriages, so the ceremony is more spiritual than legal, but to Ayerita, this is a real marriage and should be taken seriously she even officially takes her husband's name, making her Rita Berliner Mauer. The last name Berliner Mauer meaning Berlin Wall in German. Although she officially remains a virgin with human beings throughout her life, Ayerita insists she has a full loving relationship with her husband. When asked if she ever consummates the marriage, she says that she has. But when pressed for more details as to the How? She likes to coyly respond, that's classified. Some of you may now be wondering if Ayarita is mentally ill. I'm here to tell you that she's not, not in any clinical sense anyways. As far as psychologists are concerned, she may be abnormal in terms of following societal norms, but in terms of understanding who she is and what she's doing, Aarita is rational and of sound mind. She just suffers from, or as Ayarita and others like her might say, blessed, with a rare condition that was originally called objectophilia. Objectophilia is defined as, someone who has feelings of love, attraction, arousal, and commitment to an inanimate object. While she was growing up in the 1950s and 60s, the word disorder or disease was often associated with objectophilia, but a. Arita was adamant that she and others like her not be painted with that kind of brush. To her, falling in love with an inanimate object is an orientation, like hetero or homosexuality. So in the early 1970s, a. Arita comes up with a new name for people with objectophilia, a rebranding if you will. The new name is Objectum. Sexuality, or OS for short. In 1996, a. Arita even starts the first website dedicated to OS. The site is now translated into four languages, since this is actually a global cause, not just a Swedish one. She once clarified things for those who don't completely understand her world by saying, We see things like living beings. These objects have souls, feelings, desires, and thoughts they share with me telepathically. That's a must, otherwise you cannot fall in love with an object. According to Psychology Today, it's important to note that objectum sexuality differs from sexual fetishism, in that the object or structure is viewed as an equal partner in the relationship and is not used to enhance or facilitate sexual behavior. And sexologist Amy Marsh, who surveyed many people with OS and found that it may be a new sexual orientation actually. She states, what I'm finding is not much history of sexual abuse and actually not much in the way of psychiatric diagnosis either. I'm finding they're very happy and they don't wanna change. Other famous OS love stories include people that have fallen in love with the Eiffel Tower, a roller coaster, the Statue of Liberty, a train station, and even a cypress tree. You might wonder about the gender of these OSers. Most of them are women, but recent numbers reveal a growing number of men are stepping forward and announcing their entrance into this new orientation. According to a. arita since she was a child, she was fascinated by all types of construction with parallel lines, like railroad tracks, bridges, fences, and so on though she does seem to have a quote-unquote type, pointing out, I find long, slim things with horizontal lines very sexy. The Great Wall of China is attractive, but he's too thick. The Berlin Wall is sexier. The marriage between this young Swede and this German wall lasts ten glorious years until the fateful day when Ea world comes crumbling down. Literally. Shortly after then-President Ronald Reagan makes waves by visiting the Berlin Wall, and in his famous speech calls out his Russian counterpart with the message of Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Well, Mr. Gorbachev does just that. On November 9th, 1989, the USSR communist bloc begins to officially crumble, so the floodgates between Eastern and Western Europe open. That night, ecstatic crowds swarm the wall. People then use hammers and picks to knock away chunks of the wall. They become known as Mauerspechte, or wall woodpeckers. Over the ensuing weekend, two million East Germans cross over into West Germany in what becomes one of the largest block parties the world has ever known. But not everyone is celebrating. After seeing the wall torn apart brick by brick, Ayarita says, What they did was awful. The last few years have been very difficult for me since the attack on my spouse. The overall feelings of her loss often oscillate between despair and real anger. In a 2008 documentary film shot about her life and love for the wall, some of her anger is even directed towards actor David Hasselhoff of Baywatch and Knight Rider fame. He was and is a huge star in Germany and was very vocal about bringing down the wall. On New Year's Eve in 1989, just as a unified Berlin is forming, He positions himself in the boom lift of a hydraulic crane and sings one of his hit songs as thousands of Germans sing and dance on the wall below. Ever the showman, Mr. Hasselhoff trades in his talking car for a blinking leather jacket. That's right, he's wearing a leather jacket embroidered with a whole bunch of blinking Christmas lights that make him look like he's being attacked by a swarm of very well-disciplined fireflies. In response to Mr. Hasselhoff's Berlin Wall antics, Aya Rita says, Shame on you, David Hasselhoff. You are nothing without that talking car. Despite the fact that her beloved Berlin Wall is gone, she does her best to go on with her life. And eventually, she accepts her new normal. She explains her newfound mindset this way as the present and the future are so painful for me, I have fixed my mind within the period 1961 to 1988. That is the time when my beloved Berlin Wall existed and for me still exists in his full glory. I have done this by erasing most of my memories outside that period, enabling me to coexist with my spouse in those happy times. For Ella Rita, one of the ways she's able to hold on to memories of those happier times is to make small-scale models of her darling, complete with barbed wire. She often sleeps with the model and even takes it with her on romantic strolls in the woods. Although Aarita never marries again, she does have loving relationships with other objects, including a fuchsia garden fence near her home in Sweden. Though it is safe to say, none of the objects carry the sentimental and emotional charge that she would have for her one and only husband. Sadly, on October 31st, 2015, Ayarita passes away at the age of just 54. In interviews done just before her death, she is asked what she thinks about love. In one quote, she says, The feeling of love is always the same. It is the object for the love that may be different but the feeling itself is still the same. In my case, I am in love with the Berlin Wall. Why I love exactly the Berlin Wall and find other construction attractive has to do with the way they look, the construction, and what they really are. In another interview, she says this about love. I think if you love something, that's special. When you love, that's at least something positive, not negative. There's so much war, so much hating each other. There's so much negativity today. Love is a good energy. In the end, a. A.Rita leaves behind a legacy that helped educate and push for tolerance and acceptance for OS men and women around the globe. That there are people out there who love differently. And that just because they are different doesn't mean they don't deserve the same respect and compassion we all do. And yes, as I mentioned early on, her love story is a very unusual one, but no less loving, no less real than its human-to-human counterparts. Shortly before her death, she describes her infamous marriage this way. We may not have a conventional marriage, but neither of us cares much for conventions. Ours is a story of two beings in love, our souls entwined for all eternity. And I think the following poem she wrote to her husband in 1977 is a perfect example of just how unconventional, yet loving, the relationship between this Swedish woman and this German wall really was. The Berlin Wall, you gave me a meaning. The Berlin Wall, you gave me a meaning in life. You, my dear, have made me so happy. My dear Berlin Wall, you make me crazy of love for you. All I want is to be close to you. The Berlin Wall, you are so magnificent. You are so sexy. I enjoy every moment I'm together with you. The Berlin Wall, you mean all to me. How do we get, how do we get so brave? How do we get, how do we get so brave? Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. And remember, if you like this podcast, please give us a five-star review and hit the subscribe button. Or like us on our World's Greatest Love Stories Facebook page. It really does help. And if you're a smart, successful single who's looking to find your forever relationship and want to create your own great love story, go to amythedatingcoach.com. That's A-M-I-E, thedatingcoach.com. Amy's programs help you break unhealthy dating beliefs, attitudes, and patterns through live virtual group coaching, private coaching, video lessons, and breakthrough exercises. Schedule a free relationship readiness review with Amy today. Mention this podcast and you'll receive special discounts on her various programs. See you next time on the world's greatest real life love stories.